You are listening to the Content Academy podcast where we teach online businesses how to create raving fans with their content. So let's get to it. Yes, hello, you're very welcome to the Content Academy podcast. I'm Phil McGrath and I am, of course, joined by Paul Caffrey. Paul, my good man, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, I suppose I've noticed that the turn in the years, the days are starting to get longer. It's it's not dark when I get up in the mornings anymore. So uh, things are nice. Things are most certainly brightening up. Um, yeah, spring is here. Spring has sprung, indeed, indeed. So today on the show we have Sandra Gwines from sandragwines.com, and she is a mompreneur who helps other moms struggling with busy family life to uh, uncover their voice and infuse their brand with personality uh, and that's according to Sandra's site sandragwines.com and she really looks like she's absolutely killing it Paul. Yeah absolutely I mean she's somebody who's who was successful offline and has, has transferred those skills into the online world to actually you know support her her lifestyle um, as she mentions her husband is in the military she moves around a lot so an online business really is the, is the best thing for her to pursue uh, and, sh- and she's doing a very very good job of it yeah she most certainly is I mean some of the topics that we cover today Paul I don't know about you but Blab obviously was was a big part of the show today and certainly how Sandra has managed to grow her list not just her following but her list by over 450 people in just under 45 days and there's nothing you know crazy about it no mad strategy in terms it's just simple good content and getting out there and uh, having a little bit of a plan in place then sandra was honest enough to say it was something she kind of figured out as she was going along but i think there's certainly plenty in there that our audience can take away and start to try and implement um when it comes to their list building efforts but also in their content creation efforts because as we know it can always be repurposed and also you're going to find out about something called anchor which can actually help you find a lot more content too yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I, I, I have a funny feeling I'm not going to be seeing much of you over the next couple of days. You're going to be anchored, anchored away, are you? I'm going to be anchored, yeah. That's it. Anchors away with Paul. Uh, it'll be interesting, actually. Then We'll have a little play around with that as well. And uh, yeah, I suppose before we go any further, Paul, do we want to tell our folks about our little challenge? Yeah, I think we should. I think uh, it would be rude not to seen as you've mentioned it. So for the month of April... So that's April 2016 from the 1st up to the 30th. It is blogging and social media month. So what does that actually mean? Well, that means that myself uh, and Phil are going to be doing a blog a day each. Uh, We're going to start um, doing video blogs as well as part of it. Um, And we are going to just be really kind of going through and creating content Uh, on a daily basis and sharing our processes templates and so it's something that you will be able to incorporate into your own day very very quickly so um, I suppose watch out for the great content coming along on the site and we are got we have a little uh kind of wager going on there you go i was wondering how long it'd take you to get there yes yeah so uh and it's ultimately going to come down to who gets the more hits to their blogs and that will actually determine the winner so uh nothing like a bit of healthy competition to uh, get things moving yeah i mean essentially we're just looking to create some content and show you that you know a piece of content today doesn't have to be painful doesn't have to be difficult and can be done relatively easy with a bit of forward planning so it'll be interesting to see how that one pans out paul but uh I suppose let's get to today's guest. That is Sandra Gwines from sandragwines.com and uh, hand it over to her. Yes, so as I said, we have Sandra Gwines from sandragwines.com on the line. Sandra, how the hell are you? 
<laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. I'm excited to be on the show. Oh, listen, and we're delighted to have you here. I know we've got some great stuff to talk about over the next half an hour or so. Um, but I suppose before we kick into the all that meat and good stuff, you might just give our audience a bit of background on you, um, where you got started online, and I suppose what you're up to at the moment. Awesome. Well, as he said, my name is Sandra Gwines. I am a brand coach and educator. I like to call myself an educator because I work with a lot of newbie moms who are trying to get their business off the ground and are juggling family and business. And so um, most of what I do is help people really find their niche, how to connect to their client and do that in very short, concise steps because most of my clients don't have a lot of time. Um, time is like valuable gems that you know people just don't have these days. Um, I started online, um, I was an in-person coach. Um, I helped people with their business offline. Um, and then uh, my husband is military in the United States and we've moved around. And so it made me have to um, be more versatile and, and, and virtual <laughs> in a sense because I've had to move quite a bit. And so going into the online space was, you know, it was a different animal. Um, but it was a way to connect with people all over the world. And just like I'm connecting with you guys in Ireland right now. So this is, <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah. I think one, one of the things about it is just being able to connect with people in different places. And that really opened up my business, um, more than I could have ever imagined. Excellent stuff. I mean, I suppose I'm just looking at your site here and you, in fairness, you have an awful lot going on. I'm very impressed <laughs> with the amount of content that you seem to be able to pump out. And I love the design of your site as well, by the way. It's it's something myself and Paul, um, we often we often talk about, you know, when we're looking, we're looking at sites and you go, I really like this design. It's very clean, very slick. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've obviously put a lot of thought into it. Um, I suppose really we'll kick it off in terms of your content. I mean... Mm -hmm. How organized are you when it comes to planning out that? I mean, we've spoken to guests who some will have a, um, I mean, Lane Kennedy, for instance, she's a year in advance in terms of her content and, and planning all that out. What about yourself? What do you like to do? <laughs> I want to, I would love to be a year in advance, but no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm kind of a 90 day girl right now. Um, 90 days. I try to stay with a platform or um, a content strategy for about 90 days because then I can see if it's working. And I don't know if it's working if I don't give it enough time. Um, and I think, you know, where people fail the most is because they stop before they're able to see any traction with things that they produce. So 90 days is kind of like my, my goal of getting things done. So I am a video girl and <laughs> I love video. Um, I feel like there's so many ways you can repurpose videos. So I tend to do at least one video a week. Um, and depending on the medium that I'm on, I will repurpose that content for my website, for YouTube, for just multiple channels. And video really goes a long way for me. Um, I'm a mom and I don't have a ton of time to sit down and type and create a lot of content. So I can bust out, you know, these two, three, four, five minute videos fairly quickly now. And, um, and they really go far as far as eyeballs and people being able to access them. 
Excellent. And I, what, that's uh, it's a really nice touch. I was actually only um, watching another um, online person today talk about making video. And they were saying that for them to make a 10-minute video, it's taken nearly four hours of their time or a bit more. Um, I suppose from what you're outlining, and I assume that's not really the, the case for yourself, Sandra, um, <laughs> what would be the process that you'd have to actually get a video out? And I suppose how long would it take for you to go from recorded to published? So I pro it probably takes me about 20 minutes, I would say, from recording to publish. Because I what I try to do is make two-minute or three-minute videos. Most of the stuff that people are watching online, if it goes beyond two to three minutes, you just lose them. If you um, Even if you use some of the metrics, like YouTube has metrics and Facebook has metrics, it'll show you when people fall off your video. And right around the... I mean, when you get to like the 92nd mark, they're yeah. kind of like, eh, okay, you see people start dropping. By two minutes, it's like just an extreme dip in viewers. So if you don't have something that you can package together within two to three minutes, that's really, you know, speaking to people, you're going to start losing them. So I don't waste a ton of time. I feel like if this is the target, and especially because my audience is limited in time, then I want to make sure that I'm making those short videos that can give them, you know, three tips, four tips, five tips, you know, something short that they can, you know, that are actionable steps that they can do today. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great show. And I can even see from one of your, your recent videos there, uh, the power of vision boards. I mean, it's effectively five <laughs> tips. And I know Phil is a big fan of vision boards as well. Um, I suppose posted notes is, is more the way he does things and it works quite well. Um, which I suppose your, your site is very visually compelling. Um, do you do that on purpose? Is that to help get your content shared on social media or is that just something which is naturally happens? <laughs> so my background is that I am a photographer and I love visuals. Ah, like visuals are really important it. to me. <laughs> yes, I love photos. I love visuals. Um, I love having everything kind of look cohesive. And so it's kind of like it's a good and a bad because sometimes I wish I could just say, okay, this is a great picture and go with it. But I really do like um, nice photos. And so I, I, I share with people all the time. There's plenty of places for you to have great visuals online. Um, <clears throat> you know, I won't go into those today, but part of my strategy is to use resources like canva.com. You can use and make great visuals for your site. Um, but to use places where I can quickly make nice visuals for my site. Um, I don't, I, I will tell people most of the time, if you want to learn like long processes and, you know, really get in the weeds with stuff. I'm not the person for that because I want to, you know, I want it to look good and be fast. <laughs> like that's, those are the things that are important to me. <laughs> oh, look, that makes sense. We're all time poor. Um, I can see, I mean, you, you obviously blog quite a lot. There's a lot of stuff going out there kind of, you know, every week or every other week. Um, mm -hmm. Well, and what's your process behind that? Do you sit down and plan out a blog or do you just kind of, you know, start doing a video and then write afterwards? Um, so I use my audience as a way to determine what I'm going to blog about. And so I do have a Facebook group that I manage and it's a very small group. And I like that it's small because I really am using it to pull what I need for my Con what my audience is looking for. And so when they start asking questions in the group and people can do this anywhere, you can ask on Facebook, you can, um, you know, a new tool that I really, really love is anchor, um, where you can just create, you know, ask a question and people will respond with okay. audio. I, have, I haven't heard of that. Is that, uh, what is that? Is that a plugin for your website or is that something um, else? 
So Anchor is actually a app for your phone, and I'm not sure if it's available for you guys yet, but you can try to you know download it. It's Anchor. If you go online, it's Anchor.fm, and it's basically a audio broadcasting tool. And so you can send out. I think you get two minutes or so, two or three minutes. Um, you can ask a question. Um, pose a question and people will respond back with audio. And so it's just an audio platform. But if you're looking to find out what your audience, you know, what their questions, what their struggles are, what they're needing to know, or you're just trying to get ideas, I mean, it is an excellent, excellent place to start pulling all that information from. So, you know, one day I wanted to know, um, specifically with women, we struggle with, you know, we're passionate about something. And so, you know, we, we may be too passionate sometimes that the business side of things can struggle, you know, because we're so stuck on how passionate we are that we forget, like you have to have a business mind as well. <laughs> and so, um, one of the questions I asked is, you know, does your can your passion stifle your business? And it was interesting to see kind of people going in and answering that question and getting responses from them. And so I have a future blog post that's based on some of the information that I gathered, um, just from asking and posing questions. So Excellent. I would say I would say talk to people. I mean, virtually you can do that, you know, in in many places. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that certainly sounds like it's going to break down the barriers a lot. All right, being able to uh, use that. There you go. You learn something new every day. That is something <laughs> I'll be definitely taking away and playing with later. Oh, yeah. It's addictive. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Add it to the list of distractions, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, another, yeah. Another, one. Another, shi another shiny object to play with for the next it couple is. of days. It is. And it's I mean, addictive. <laughs> I, I suppose in, in terms of, of uh, new shiny objects, um, I believe you've had some very interesting results with Blab of late. Yes, I love Blab. So again, like I said before, video is my thing. I love video. Um, what I like about Blab, if people don't know that platform, is that it's live streaming, but you can have guests on the show with you. So it's not just you alone speaking to the world. You can have other people on there and have like a talk show environment. And I really like that because I am a, I have a personality and I want to be able to show that and not just me, you know, pontificating and <laughs> speaking, but, you know, having other people on there who can, um, you know, we can share that energy and share our expertise. So I um, gave myself 90 days, um, as I said before, 90 days is my thing, um, 90 days to go on Blab and just be consistently blabbing at least once a week. And so I started a show in January. And so I will be, it will be 90 days this week, actually. Um, because I started the first of the year. And so I was going to go until the, you know, April 1st. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it's been going great. So every week I go on Blab and I have different guests that come on the show and all the topics are related to topics that are, um, would resonate with my target audience. And um, I started really with no idea of what I was really going to get out of this platform because it's in beta and it's a little kind of glitchy sometimes, but it really turned into something amazing. So every week, um, you know, we have tons of people that come on the show. And for me, it's not about the numbers. It's about the active participants because you can have a bunch of eyeballs. But if people aren't participating, you know, it's not really that exciting. Yeah, I mean, um, there's, not much, there's not much point there. You know, it's like having a list of 10,000 and nobody opening your emails. So you better yes. off having 100 who'll engage. Yes. So having that engaging audience. Um, has been amazing. We've had people who keep coming back every week to get the content. Um, and part of my strategy, and I'll tell people is, um, I was able to build my list from 54 to 400 and some odd people. 
um, within, it was like 45 days. And the way that I did that was really by while I was on Blab, I kind of funneled everyone to my opt-in list. I would say, if you want a copy of the replay, because you can actually hide the Blabs and you can download them to YouTube and then you can share them with your people, you know, via your newsletter or what have yeah. you. And so it really was a way for me to not only create content, because sometimes I'd say, oh, I, d I created a special, you know, opt-in just for you guys on my video tools that I use. If you want to get access to that, here it is. And people were signing up for these tools. Um, and then I was also repurposing the blabs into YouTube videos that I was sharing later on. And that was getting traction too. So overall, um, I had, I did have a strategy that I, it wasn't like a strategy I planned initially. It was kind of like, as I went along, I saw what worked and what didn't work like a mad scientist. <laughs> and, um, no, listen, and it's it, all about trial and error. I love that. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, in, so it's good. in terms yeah. of obviously, um, doing at least one blab a week, uh -huh. how do you decide or how far in advance will you decide what that blab is going to be about? And I mean, in terms of maybe needing a guest, how do you go about getting them on the show and so on and so forth? So I want to encourage people to really be, I mean, it's a hands-on thing in the beginning because nobody knows what you're doing, you know, and, and a lot of people aren't familiar with the platform. So what I did initially was I just, I met people online, I joined different groups, I connected with people and I said, you know, what I did at first was I looked for people who were moms because most of my audience is moms. And then I branched out from there, but it was easier for me to start with what I was most comfortable with. And then if you're, if you're a mom and you, um, are a, the first show I did was about, um, having a niche or niche, depending on how you want to say it, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> niche, niche. And so I said, um, if you're a mom and you have a very unique niche, I would like to interview you on the show. And so that, week I brought like different people on and that was great. But then after that, I realized, oh, there's an opportunity for me to really educate people and bring in other experts. And so I started bringing other experts in. Um, it takes, a, it took a little bit of time before because I was trying to figure out who the people were. But once I started to have this in my mind that I was doing this show every week, when I met people, I in initially would tell them, Hey, I have a blab show and maybe in the future, I'd love to have you on. And so I didn't, I opened the door with that. And then I, I knew, okay, this is a possible person. So it made it a little bit easier instead of trying to each week, figure out who it was. I would have a list, a running list of people that would be possibilities. Cool. Okay. I mean, I suppose with that, a lot of our guests are, I suppose a lot of our, our listeners, I should say, will be part of thinking, okay, th this sounds really good. I can multiply my list by like by 10 times with Blab. I mean, that's there's some really powerful numbers that you've dropped there, Sandra. Um, I mean, how did you go about it? Did you just kind of plan out a 15-minute show and you kind of arrange for a guest and then you just put it out live? Did you so, notify your audience? I mean, so yes. many questions. I'll hand it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, one of the things that's really important is you guys already, whoever it is, you have some kind of audience. Like even if you don't have a list, you have Facebook, you have whatever. You have some kind of pocket where you can access people. My pocket of people is on Facebook. And so what I did was I kind of tapped into my old school brain that said, okay, in the past, what have you done that's been successful for getting people to know about what you're doing? And that's using Facebook events. And so what I did was I channeled Facebook as the place for me to advertise my blab. And I used Facebook events each week on Monday. I would post the Facebook event that said, 
you know, hey, Thursday night, 7 p.m., me and such and such, you know, whatever guest, we're going to be on and we're going to be talking about X topic. And, you know, I would ask questions throughout the week within that event. It's like, you know, do you have questions that you want to know about this topic? You know, if you can't make the show, let me know and I'll ask, you know, make sure your questions are asked. And so people would chime in and say they wanted to attend or they couldn't attend or what have you. And that added a whole nother dynamic because now I had not only my people, but the guests, I would add them as a co-host. And so they could invite people to this Facebook event advertising the blab. And so it's a great way to grow, you know, your followers as well on Facebook by using this one strategy. Like that was the one wow. thing that I did. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, as, and as you say, it, it sounds so simple, but me genius to think of it and actually start using it because uh, I can imagine a lot of people going, well, I've just done a, a live blab and, and there was no one on it. But, you know, you've thought of bringing some of your, your crowd along and then obviously having co-hosts in uh, as such or guests uh, also grows yes. things. Um, I mean, that's fantastic. So, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming then is it really kind of you would implore people to get started. You just need what, you know, just sit in front of the, your laptop, really, I guess, not yeah. much more. I didn't need much. I mean, I do have a webcam because my, my, uh, I have an old iMac and it's, uh, the camera is awful. So I do use a webcam. Um, some people use their phone again, blab is still in the beta stages. So, I mean, every week I go on, there's something new about blab and, and the new stuff has been great. Um, but you don't need much. I mean, decent lighting, a camera or your phone. And, um, I use headphones every time because I like to make sure there's no like outside noises or, yeah, ambient of course. Sound. Yeah. um, but yeah, very, very simple. Um, you click, you connect. I mean, you don't have to do a ton of stuff. Like you can basically start right now. You can go online and you can start a blab within like, you know, in less than five minutes, you can be on your blab. <laughs> There you go. Simple as that. Um, and I suppose, I mean, you mentioned getting people on the list. Did you kind of plan to have certain kind of lead magnets that were in line with the, the theme or topic of your of your show? Or is it just uh, you just so happen to have some? So I did create one or two for the show, but most of the time I would use, I, I'll be honest, I use the same one most of the time, which is my video tools. Um, because I wanted to encourage people to get out there and use Blab or use video as part of their brand. Um, and so my video tools is just a short list of the tools that I use to create videos, whether it's live streaming or, you know, online or, um, you know, just regular static videos. Yeah, It was kind of a, it was, you know, it was a simple list. Um, but then I started to create other things, um, as we went along. So, um, when this whole blab thing turned into, okay, this is actually growing more than I thought it would. Um, then I created an actual opt-in showing, you know, my tips for going, you know, going live and, uh, and creating a live stream. So no, I tell you creating- one thing, Sandra, sorry to cut across you. What no we'll have problem. to do is we'll make sure we get the link to yes. to that um in terms of your video st- tips that, and tools that you use and we'll pop that in the show notes for audience to get a look at in case they do want awesome. to pick up some stuff and get them on their way using video more often and, and certainly getting on blab 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's going to be, I mean, one of the things that I, I did too, and I, and I will share this with you guys. Um, I'll share the link with you guys as well. Um, but it's Sandra Gwines forward slash go live. Um, and it is pretty much a step-by-step -step of what to do before your show, during your show and after your show. Um, and what I did to kind of, you know, build momentum with my list and using blab. So, you Excellent. know, whether yeah, and whether you use Blab or Periscope or Facebook Live, a lot of these tips will still apply hmm. um, because really it's just about, you know, I, I heard an analogy yesterday. It was like you could, if you try to sell somebody a $10 bill for a dollar, they're probably not going to buy it if they don't know you. But if you give them a $10 bill every day <laughs> and then you go back the fourth day and say, hey, would you like to buy this $10 bill for a dollar? They would surely buy it because now you've given them so much goodness. And at the end of the day, they're like, oh, okay, I trust you. You've given me something, you know, all this time. And now I'm ready to receive or pay for something different. And so I think, you know, with, with everything that you're doing, it's just about getting people to, you know, know, like, and trust you by giving them content. And so live streaming, that's, it, it, it just gives you an opportunity to be real, connect with people, um, and use the tools that you have, which is you, you know, you, everyone is a, is, is an asset, you know, everyone has their, their unique, uh, brand proposition, not just what they offer in services, but who they are. And so I think that live streaming really allows us to, to showcase that, you know, just the same way podcasting does. I mean, it, it adds a different dimension to be able to, you know, hear people as opposed to just reading the content. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It certainly goes a long way to, uh, I suppose, getting your audience on side. And as you said, know, like, and trust you. And it's a huge tool that people should be utilizing. Um, I'm a big advocate, obviously, that you, you do need to be blogging. But certainly in terms of live and interactive, there's no better way to grow a, a tribe or a following by doing that. I mean, just to, to kind of backtrack a little bit, and it's it's something um, many of our listeners will know that I kind of have a, a certain penchant for, it will be repurposing content. And I noticed that you did say you like to repurpose your blabs then afterwards. Yes. So I do two things. Um, it depends on the blab. Um, and, you know, it's not... A, a, so it depends on the blab. Some blabs I will leave on there um, on blab and people can just go to the replay link and watch them again. Some of them I will hide and I will send just to my list. And so it just depends on who the expert is that I have online and how much value I feel this holds for my audience. And so if I have someone who I know um, is is are really, I mean, all of my guests, I want to say are really great. But if I know it's someone that it's, it's hard to get this person on my show and they're on there and they're giving like tons of value and nuggets and I really want to share this content, um, what I'll do is I'll hide it from Blab and then I'll just send it to my audience in a password protected YouTube. And so it really gives my viewer, my viewers and my audience a sense of, you know, this VIP status, mm. you know, like being part of my tribe, you get access to this video forever. Um, and you know, that's, that's what you get. And I also do that with my group. I bring in my experts into the group and have them do Q and A's with my group online. So it gives them an opportunity to, you know, it's, it, if you are following me and if you're opening my emails and, you know, just sharing my content and, and keeping up with what I'm doing, I feel like I should give you something in return. And so I really try to, you know, offer them as much as possible for being part of my following and my list. 
Well, there you go. Um, and I mean, just something there, I mean, maybe for some of our audience members who mightn't be 100%. I mean, you know, I noticed there you were saying you will send that video in a password protected YouTube mm-hmm. video. Um, in terms of doing that, how complicated? Oh, not very complicated. Actually, with Blab, there's a button, like right when you finish blabbing, it'll tell you your Blab replay is available. And if you open it back up, um, open the same link where you were blabbing, it has a button that says upload to YouTube. And Ta-da! <laughs> Simple as that. Excellent. Yes. And so what I do is if I use an image, um, I and not if I use what the image that I use for my blabs is always a image of myself and the guest and the topic. Um, and those are all made in Canva. And I use the same image. I don't have to resize it or anything. I just use that same image as the thumbnail in the uh, YouTube channel. So when people go to the video on YouTube, they already have this image of who's on the show and what it's about. And I mean, literally that doesn't take any time at all. The time that it takes, it doesn't take away time from me because it's the computers doing it in the background, you know, uploading the video. I don't have to do anything special. Um, So yeah, I would say, yeah, a minute or two to go in there and upload the thumbnail. And then, you know, you want to make sure that you write a little something underneath your video so that people can find your, you know, your page and you can SEO optimize it with keywords and stuff like yeah, that, which I I'm mean, not, I'm not that person. I don't know anything about SEO. So well, here's, a, here's a little, I mean, it, it's, it's very, very simple. And it, it's something I picked up a long, long time ago when putting videos on YouTube automatically, the first thing you should have in your description is the link back to your site or your opt-in offer that's the very first thing you put in there and the amount of people i have seen fail to do that they just assume that people are going to click around their youtube channel until they get the link back on the home page of the youtube (laughs) that says you know visit my site here and it's a small little bit in the right hand side of the screen but for every video first thing you do no matter what it is put in the hyperlink to your site you'll be surprised how much traffic that will uh generate for you and it's just so simple but yet so many people fail to do it i mean Here's a question for you, and it's again, it's something we like to ask most of our audience. Um, in terms of creating content, um, mm-hmm. be it video, audio, blog, whatever it might be, what do you think is the one thing um that you've learned over the years that you wish you knew when you started? So you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So one of the things, um, and I didn't come up with this saying, but I always ask my people, are you a DJ or are you a songwriter? And so a lot of times we think we have to come up with unique content. Well, guess what? It's not, it doesn't have to be unique. Sometimes just sharing resources that are out there already can be very useful content for your people because they've, a lot of times what my clients will tell me is, I don't know where to find this stuff. I don't know the tools. I don't know, you know, whatever it is. So I don't have to be the tool inventor. I don't have to be the, you know, the, the person who comes up with the resource. I just have to be the DJ that shares with them this amazing stuff that's out there. And so I wish I knew that a long time ago, because sometimes I would sit there and twiddle my thumbs trying to think of like, Oh, how can I come up with amazing content that's brand new and innovative? And you know, it doesn't have to be that. Um, It just has to be resourceful and valuable, you know, for your unique audience. That's a great piece of advice there. And I mean, that's something which, 
Um, I suppose, you know, bricks and mortar businesses do all the time. Typically, you know, newer businesses, they're just, you know, slight improvements on markets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so to hear that in the online world is refreshing because we often hear of a lot of people who get overwhelmed because they don't know how to put their own spin on things. They read research and, and actually never get anywhere. Um, I mean, so I, I like that a lot. There's probably, I mean, there's two questions really that I have left. I won't throw okay. them at you at the same time, Sandra, because I know we're, we're getting tight here. But the first is, who online do you think is creating great content and who are you a fan of at the moment? Hmm. Okay, so I know everyone says that Gary Vaynerchuk, but I love his Gary V show. I feel like he's... Um, I'm all about video, and so I like the real reality part of it and um, getting to the behind the scenes. I mean, he's a little, you know, heavy on the profanity, but... Yeah, he, yeah. It's part <laughs> of his he, charm, isn't he? Yeah. He gets away with it. I don't think everyone can, but he pulls it off. It's like, I don't care how many F-bombs he drops. I'm just like, I love him. He's awesome. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that for my audience or for me, like, personally, I just wouldn't do that. So, you know, it's definitely an acquired taste, but I think, um, he's somebody to follow. Like he really is always like one step ahead of the game. And, um, you know, so he's definitely somebody that I follow that puts out great content. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I'm really, you know, one of the things that I'd like to do honestly is not inundate myself with what everybody else is doing (laughs) because that stresses me out more than anything else. And literally, this morning, the first thing I did was share with my group, like unfollow the people that are bogging down your mind with what they're doing, you know, unfollow those people and just get back to yourself. Like, what is it that you love about your business? And what is it that you want to share? Because sometimes we can just get so bogged down with that. So, you know, I yeah. that may not be the answer that you want, but yes, I'm all about like, stop following people. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that that's equally valid. But I do like that. And I do, I saw from time to time, give my, my, Twitter, my, give my Twitter list a cleanse and kind of get rid yeah. of uh, some, because some people create great content and share, and then others can become spammy. Or uh, I suppose, as Phil uh, mentioned, I, I get distracted as well too easily, the fact. I mean, I'm going to be, um, what anchor that you mentioned earlier on, that's going to be something I'm going to be looking at. So I'll have to try to limit my time on that. Um, so thanks for answering that. And then the second question, um, I suppose, is is one really more for myself and Phil uh, than our audience, um, to be honest. Um, for the month of April, we're basically going back to basics. We're going to be doing a blog a day each, focusing on blogging and on social media. Um, and we have a little competition uh, between ourselves, you know, to see who can, you know, can produce the best content within that. You mentioned at the start that you're into your processes and saving time. So do you have any tips on how, and um, we could maybe save some time when we're we're doing the the blogging side of things. Trust me, he needs all the help he can get. We're not so, competitive at all. Hang on, hang on. Turn off, I turn off your headphones, there, Phil. Uh, me and Sandra are just gonna chat, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you guys get on Anchor, I think that's really gonna help. One of the things that I just saw on Anchor. This is a tip, okay, and. This is for Phil, clearly. Paul, yeah. close your ears. But you can go on Anchor. You can do actually interviews on Anchor, which are really cool. So you and someone else can just create, like just reply to each other and create an interview. And then you can share those waves as a, you know, you can share it as content. 
And so I think that would be really cool. Um, I think also using, I mean, I'm, I'm all into Anchor right now. I feel like it's really a great refreshing place to find content ideas, short, sweet content ideas. So I would definitely go and use Anchor as a tool right now um, before it gets super saturated. <laughs> it's only like 30 days old or something like that. So, you know, get out there, check it out, see what kind of goodness you get out of it. And so one of the other things I would say is if you create content, you know, I don't feel when I do a video and I share it on my website, my content, my written content doesn't have to be as robust. And so, <laughs> you know, you may be able to do a hybrid, you know, video and text or, you know, video or audio and text and be able to, you know, do things that don't require as much um, labor intensive um, posts. <laughs> there you go. Be, be more, get more video going on. I like it. Yes. Yeah. You've still got a blog though, Paul. That's the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> video blog, vlog. Well, no, yeah. no. I mean, I listen. I want a word count. I, I don't. You can. You can. Yeah. You can oh, put wait all a minute. Video. What's the word count? What's the word count? Oh ah. my gosh, there's a word count limit. You well, guys I think are our, the competition is. It's, it's going to be. I think it's 300 words is what we've agreed that as a minimum. minimum. But it's going to be more down to um who actually gets the the most hits. That's going to be what determines who's actually won in in this in this case. Um. Mm. So yeah, I'll be interested. Yeah, we're, don't worry. We're we're gonna document the whole process. We're gonna be sharing it afterwards. So it'll be interesting to see how it pans out and lessons that we can take away from it and share with our audience after thirty days. So certainly, if you're listening to this uh, after it goes live, um, check in with us and see how we're doing. Oh yeah. So where are you guys documenting it? Ah, that's gonna be kept a little secret. Oh. Okay. It will be released, but. Uh, <laughs> So what that actually means is we're <laughs> keeping videos and we're keeping it all written down, but we're not sure in what format we'll be sharing it. <laughs> so okay. that's 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 for debate uh, between the two of us at the moment. Now, do you guys are you guys close to each other? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's fun. That's fun. I love the be I love the process part, and I feel a lot of people can learn from the process. Um, and people should be more open to sharing their process. Um, like, you know, when it comes to content, I think we struggle because we're afraid to be, we have to be too polished. Mm. And, um, and I think that, you know, getting real and sharing our process, that's another way of sharing good content. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things behind this, Sandra is, I mean, in terms of both myself and Paul, when we started off uh, and with our, with our fantasy football business, I mean, we were creating upwards of 40 pieces of content a week. Did you sleep? Uh, yeah, and worked, <laughs> and, and worked as well. But let me and parties, <laughs> and parties, yeah. And parties. It's a good few years ago now, yeah. <laughs> back back when we we were we were a little bit younger, but when I mean we, we yeah we uh we had a uh, we had processes for everything we did in terms of getting it all done and mapping it all out. And again, the reason behind this is is that we want to show people that the one the effect of pumping out good quality content can have for you and your business but also just how easy it actually can be. So we want to take away that myth that, you know, a piece of content today doesn't have to be hell. It can be done relatively easy with proper planning and procedure in place. And that's what we're going after. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it totally can. And one of the things that a lot of people will, you know, what I teach people to do is take, if you can create a blog post, then you can take that blog post and you can dissect it and create multiple types of content. So I create a, if I create a five steps or five tips or five, whatever, I can make five Facebook posts off of that one blog. You know what I mean? I can make 
um, five Twitter. Yeah. And I mean, that's exactly that. what I mean, we do so with many, the podcast. So many things. Yeah. So many things that you can do from one post. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but one of the things that I just did the other day was look back at my analytics and see what posts did the best. And you have new followers all the time. So just because something is old doesn't mean that it's not re, you know, it's not fresh yeah. for yeah, someone it else. It's relevant for people. Yes. Absolutely. And sometimes I share stuff and it's so funny because my, my hashtag that I probably annoy people the most with is still relevant is my hashtag. Um, because I feel like it's still relevant. Why do I need to keep creating stuff? This is still relevant. It's, it's, it's there and you yeah. haven't seen it still relevant. And, yeah, so, I mean, and that um, reminds us, well, Jeff Beale was on the show on episode, episode eight. And, uh, you know, one of the quotes from Jeff was, you know, that when you, um, when you fail to kind of repurpose and reshare your content, you're denying your audience a chance to, to see it. And that, that kind of really resonated resonated with us and our audience that, you know, just because, like you said, you're getting new followers all the time, it's still relevant. And that could really help them at that point in time where they are on their journey, not just where you are on yours. I love it. I love it. I mean, I love what you guys are doing. I think that's amazing. I want to know how you're going to do it every day. And um, I'm going to be I'm going to be tuned in. So do well, listen. <laughs> You can you can check out what we're what we're up to. We'll keep it updated. You and everyone else, Sandra. We've taken up enough of your time, I think, and thank you very much for coming on the show. Before we let you off the hook, can you just give our audience um, your Twitter handle, perhaps, or where they can get you on Facebook? Just somewhere they can shout out to you and say thanks very much for sharing the great information with us today. Yes, on all social media, my uh, username is I am Sandra Gwines. Um, you can visit my website, and to make it easy, because my last name is not easy, you can go to Brand You Love, and it takes you to the same place. Um, I did create, like I said, um, Blab and live streaming is my thing. So if you guys want to opt in and get this amazing download that I have for you guys, it has every step I took from pre-show during show, after show, to use and abuse the content that I make on Blab um, and grow my list. And that is at Sandra Gwines forward slash go live. Excellent. We'll make sure to have all those links in the yes. show notes for our listeners. Sandra, Thank it's been guys. an absolute pleasure. Yes, yes, yes. It's been awesome. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Have Thank a good you. one. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Yes, so that was Sandra Gwines from sandragwines.com. Paul, are you a DJ? Am I a DJ or am I a songwriter? I have to say I'm a songwriter and, a, and always have been, but I think it's time for me to get into that DJing world, uh, which is something that you used to do as a kid as well. So, yeah, uh, I was that time DJ. to change it up. Yeah, spinning, down, it. spinning those decks. <laughs> Cafe Del Mar blasting out. Remember the day, yeah. <laughs> oh man it seems like a lifetime ago now i suppose but some really great stuff in there from sandra obviously as we said at the top of the show blab was going to feature quite heavily here and it did and some great pieces of ice from sandra don't forget to check out the show notes and you'll get to see uh the links to sandra's uh email offer there in terms of how she managed to do all that or process before during and after the show so be sure to check that one out yeah i mean there was a couple of things that i really liked one was the um giving a platform 90 days or, or, or bringing something new into your business and actually giving it that three months, that full quarter to actually, you know, establish whether it's working or not and not just throwing something away too soon. Um, another thing that I quite liked as well was, um, you know, who is doing great content at the moment? Actually, you know, Paul, stop following loads of different people. You need to cut out uh, the noise as such, which is also, um, I suppose, a good piece of advice, you know, 
focus yeah, on focus a number on focus on a few people to follow and master their content don't get bogged down on everybody's because then look you get nowhere so uh that was i'd I like that yeah and uh anchor of course is something that's just fresh off the press it's less than 30 days old at this point in recording and it seems like it might be something that uh, our audience can use paul for uh finding content ideas and certainly interacting with our audience yeah i mean it's great and i mean part of the reason we do this is you know the online business is, is evolving and you know straight away there's a brand new app that's something for us all to go and play with and by the sounds of it it's very quick very easy and if it's an app it's on a phone so all about that level of convenience so i'm looking forward to playing around with it and hopefully getting some content ideas from it and some uh, uh i suppose inspiration more than anything else yeah it'll be certainly interesting to see what effect it has and uh yeah listen <sighs> I think we're going to wrap that one up there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose, don't forget, we mentioned the 30-day challenge that we're, we're doing a blog a day, blogging and social media being the topics on content.academy. Um, we are doing a video diary and having a whole load of content to go along with that from behind the scenes. So if that's something you're interested in seeing, Go to content.academy, sign up for our email list. Um, you'll always you'll always get a nice little freebie for doing so. Um, but more importantly, um, there's some nice video content and behind the scenes stuff along with templates and processes to coming down the line. So keep an eye out for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, if you want to get the show notes for today's show, you can head over to content.academy forward slash episode 17. We'll get you all the links and resources mentioned today. But until next time, have a good one.